for the captain, Tyler Adams. It's the McKinney, Des making a big run. It's been for him. Des is stuck in behind. Des in the middle. Pull it Scores! Might have paid the price, but the U.S. takes the lead. That's sweet. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely talk about, like, my first introductions into the game, um, how I got to, because really, really um, with the brand, like soccer really took off with Columbia FC and everything. Um, and I can just talk about like that and the expansion and like soccer and the DMV and stuff like that and all that. I, yeah, I got, I got a lot. To talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember we were talking at the pop-up for a while and it was, what was that? Maybe Sunday. It was a little, uh, lighter traffic that day it was the day you were supposed to have the booth out i'm sorry about that man oh no nah, it was dope because i because i talked to um am pickups guy and it was well it was funny because his girlfriend uh went to towson and i did a release with them like a fake release and he was like are you the d17 guy and i was like yeah that's me and he was like oh my girlfriend's friends all have some shirt that you did um, at homecoming. And I was like, Oh, that was me. So, (laughs) so it was sick and getting like to talk to him and and hearing his story. So I think we might link up on some stuff. You, you should absolutely link up with, uh, young, young Abe. He's killing it with AN pickups. They, they, uh, him and his three, him and his two brothers run pickup games and they just partnered with a company called street FC. Who's run by, Tom Martino does the football cafe and was a former U S men's national team player. And like, yeah, it's uh, that's what was cool about the pop-up. Like, you know, my expectation of traffic was higher than what we actually got. Of course, you know, a little disappointed there, but there's just so many connections that everybody made. And I would encourage you to reach out to Abe cause he's the man. Yeah. He was dope. He was, he was a good time. We were talking literally for like an hour. So nice. It's a great yeah. part. Yeah. And then, uh, so, so, I mean, I think I might just started it with that conversation because it, it led in so smoothly. But let me uh, give you give a chance for the listeners to to hear about yourself. And would you mind just giving a giving us a brief introduction? Yeah. So, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Terrence Diggs. I'm a Maryland, Baltimore area designer, uh, entrepreneur, and I guess you could say like an all around creative. Um, right now, I have a sportswear brand called D17 that we started back in 2016, um, officially in 2017. Um, I'm a Towson graduate, both design and marketing. Um, I've been around with sports teams, musicians, uh, creatives as well within the DMV area, doing design, marketing campaigns, um, and a little bit of social media stuff. Um, Recently just did a little bit of employment up at ASICS back in Boston, um, working with them with their performance run. I've been talking to Big time athletes like Novak Djokovic, Hideki Matsuma. Um, I believe she's the world number one. I think Iga, I forgot her last name, but um, working with them on the US Open um, and a lot of other cool athletic uh, endeavors. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, that sounds, uh, let's let's dive right into it then. So you mentioned ASICs, and I, I remember talking to you at the pop up, and that was kind of a, a formative experience for you. So would you mind just? Telling us what the role was there, and was that where you were meeting, you know, some of the bigger athletes, or is that a current project that's that's in the future for U.S. Open? Yeah, so back then I was at A6 probably from about 2020 to about the beginning of 2022. Um, up there, I was doing social media for their global team, um, mainly for performance run. I did tennis, um, what they call sports style, which is like their street fashion. Um, kind of forward line. So gel light threes, um, gel Kayanos, gel Nemesis, a lot of the ones you see the running now, it's like their vintage models that they retro and just take the tech out of it, uh, make it more lifestyle. Um, pretty much just working with campaigns, whether it was rollouts, like we did um, the summer 2020 Olympics, working with, you know, the IOC with how our athletes will get awarded after winning gold when Novak was going through, um, I think he was doing the triple crown, winning the open, the championship and a gold medal. Um, but he ended up getting bronze, which is okay. But, um, working with that and then being able to provide whether assets or creative or direction, um, for Iga, she was 
going up the ranks to be world number one, which I think she is now. Um, so I'll take some pride into it, uh, working on her first rollouts, whether it was, um, you know, rolling out a new sneaker, apparel, um, equipment, just being able to make sure that they're well-versed, their audience know what's coming out, um, how the brand kind of aligns with it. And then on the sports style side, um, more or less like streetwear, um, underground brands. I did stuff with Bape, uh, Kith up in New York, um, Denim Tears, that's another big one, just working with them on their collaborations and curating what their rollouts look like for their fan bases and kind of being a, a little bit of the point man, but um, really just being exposed to a lot of sports at the time, which included a little bit of soccer. Um, but I mean, they really did more like the apparel side, but being able still to see it and even um, I was just looking at a marketing trend breakdown of how Nike kind of ruled the uh, World Cup this year um, and how they kind of beat out Adidas, which was pretty dope. I mean, that's kind of, I guess, the nerd side of me. Looking back in 1990, Adidas was sponsoring you know 90% of the teams, and now they're only doing 30%. It's because those kits that Adidas have just always look yeah terrible. They got the three stripes on the arm all the time. It's they like, they, they well they're saying well they're saying now that who actually won since Argentina won they've been rolling out all the messy stuff and they actually just mm. broke they actually just broke the record on oh. social media as the most liked picture ever on the app. They beat there out the go. they beat out uh the world record egg, <laughs> just a yeah. picture of an egg. So. That's Got the a, world record right now for an Instagram post. Yeah, it had like 45 million views. And I think Messi holding the World Cup trophy, I think he got like 56, which he huh. beat his own record, which was the picture of him and Ronaldo with the Louis Vuitton case. So, huh. you know, a little, a little, yeah. little yeah, marketing fun, fun stuff. Of, uh, yeah, Messi jerseys right now and apparel. And, oh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're pumping out jerseys like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you say a rollout and and like what what's all involved in that? So I know the product releases, but you're talking about the way something looks like on a podium. Like that's pretty deep. Like what what else goes into a to a product rollout like that? Yeah. So even from like the bigger stage stuff, you have to worry about, you know, where the logo is. They, you know, they'll pay there's so much money that goes into it. Cause even like this year, um, if anybody noticed with the World Cup. The uh, U.S. team, if you notice, there was no Nike check on the front. They've moved it to the sleeve now because um, they've been doing research, you know, innovation, knowing that for television, uh, people look more at the sleeve than they do at the chest sometimes. So, you know, stuff like that, being able to make those decisions, because once it goes live on TV, you know, that's when the money starts getting spent. You know, how many times is... When Messi goes up, are they going to be rolling the you know the logo in the background? Are they what is, is he going to change shoes real fast um, before he gets on? And I know like when Mbappe when they were playing, um, I think when they were playing England, uh, when like his cleat ripped open, they're like, how fast can we can we put it back on to show you know that they don't they're not fragile or stuff like that? And you know it's always between. What are you going to do if the, who gets more goals at the end of the campaign? Who gets more assists at the campaign? Are we going to make a whole, you know, let's say they're rolling out a new boot? Are we going to say, you know, you know, be the best assister, in, in, you know, on the pitch if they, if, you know, Messi rolled out with, you know, most assists? Or you could be Nike and say, you know, want to get goals, get like Mbappe, you know, new mercurial X, Y, and Z, you know, trying to roll that out. So it's kind of like building a plan of what everything's going to look like from start to finish because. You know, events like this, whether it is an open, whether it is Champions League, um, Premier League, it's just being able to see what that stuff looks like on the on the company side. Because um, we're all seeing it. We all notice it when a team gets a new sponsor or something like that. How can we make that not seem too intrusive to the community um, and not seem bad when it gets to social media? Because sometimes the fans, they don't like you know, like when Chelsea got their their new sponsor and they're like, why has everybody got a three on the front? <laughs> so, you know, making sure everything's positive and, uh, you know, no negative feedback. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, it, that's incredible to hear about that other side because, you know, as a consumer, 
you know, I, I've seen that image probably hundreds and hundreds of times. I, I didn't know I was secretly being influenced. Yeah, this that, that was my job. That was my job. Not not necessarily to to secretly influence, but but to uh, make sure that the people know that the brand is there. Um, making sure you know the eyes are seeing it because I feel like I'm just doing all marketing sports nerd talk. But the amount of eyes that are seeing, like they even saw the World Cup, they saw. Uh, four billion views this year. That's half the world watched at least one game. You know, compared to like the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals, like it completely shatters it. So it's like, what do you want to do if you're a brand? Like, are you going to pay, you know, one point two million dollars to get on the Super Bowl, or do you want to get in front of the world and go on the World Cup stage? Because that's just how the game is. It's 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 the number one globally accepted game so if you want to be able to jump on that and, and and you know create opportunity for communities across the world that's the place to do it and you got to do it right because once you mess it up someone on twitter is going to be saying <laughs> something's <laughs> off there's a million uh critics on twitter of course but oh for sure so with your move at asics you you were still a, a very young man like fresh out of college right yeah so i, I i'm i just turned 28 so young guy, you know, young still, yep. still, uh, I, I'm at, I'm at the point where I'm at the age where I, I tell my mom, I, I should know better. <laughs> um, but all of the ASIC experience that I had really helped me with D17. And, um, you know, at this level in the game, since we're still pretty much, I guess you could say a startup, but being able to navigate now the space with like NIL, um, we didn't really do much when I was at ASIC cause it had just started. Um, especially with those teams in California, um, especially at the high school level, they could accept NIL deals. But being able now to see it on my own end, like I've been able to at least connect um, with a lot of soccer players at a lot of the you know universities in Maryland, it's like oh, cool. down in College Park, Towson, um, Loyola, Stevenson, Goucher, like all levels D1, all the way down to JUCO, honestly, um, being able to really give back to the communities um, that soccer has given me so far, um, especially with the brand and like our sponsorships with clubs and organizations. Um, and just being able to just show that we're here, um, not trying to crowd the space up anymore, um, but being able to provide whether it is new opportunity or even new designs if they let me. I don't think it's a very crowded space at all in, in America, especially with how many lower league teams there are. And I think there's I think there's huge amount of growth for, for a brand that's interested in the soccer space as the game grows in America. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm ready. I'm excited. Did you did you have it in mind um to go to ASICs with the intention of, of going on to D seventeen someday or was at that point was it just kind of like a job you did? Um, it was kind of a little bit of both, like for the longest time, um, and, and shout out to all my friends there. Um, I really wanted to get in at Under Armour for a long time, um, just because that's the home team. It's down the street. Yeah. Yeah, You know, I, you know, growing up, yeah, you know, growing up out here, I've always had Under Armour, you know, whether it was, uh, I mean, when I went to Towson, we were sponsored by Under Armour, you know, everyone in, in their mother had some type of UMD something at the time um and being able just to kind of help communities directly with the company like that um but it, it didn't work out not saying that i can't go there in the future but um asic was the one that gave me the opportunity to go up to boston and really kind of show my stuff for the time that i was there and i was still doing d17 but i, I kind of put a little bit of it on the back burner um, but still being able to like get stuff out and I kind of was being able to have a lot of resources at a six, whether it was design or learning new marketing stuff. I mean, I think the, uh, the marketing, uh, experience you have in the industry that you want to grow D 17 and it's gotta be amazing right now. It's like, it's probably why you have too many orders, uh, for Christmas. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it definitely opened up my mind from, you know, being a Maryland brand to now being i mean i guess you could say national i mean i've done orders in almost every state in the u.s i've done orders in paris i've done orders in london um you know it might be one or two but you know the box went there and 
custom saw the logo at some point. So um, being able to really open up that, I guess you could say worldly view, because you learn that there's so many more communities that you can assist alongside the ones that you're around. Um, and there's and there's a lot of similarities, like being able to see it from the running side, from the soccer side, um, now my newly acclaimed pickleball side. Um, yeah, I, I'm obsessed yeah. with pickleball, but you know, really, yeah. Keep- I mean, I always see him. My sister got super into it. She lives in Michigan. She's like 40 now. But then I always see him by the Bauer Rec Center, right by my house, like. Ten at night, I go. I, I you know, I run to the grocery store and I see them out there playing pickleball. That's, yeah, it's that sport seems like it's exploding. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm, can do it. I'm trying to go pro. I'm trying to. I'm okay. trying to figure it out. I don't know if it'll happen, but I'm. I'm gonna. I, I, as long as my knees still work, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try it. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. <laughs> I'm gonna get into it too because I, you know, I play tennis casually, but I'm too old to be running like that. Like I, I, I need a little bit smaller court out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I was a good ping pong player. Yeah, it's literally it's literally what they call uh, tennis for for everybody. So yeah. you know, get into it. It's it's a great way to go. As because like being with the brand, I've always tried to take a really hands on approach. Um, even though we've been in the soccer space at D seventeen for about two years now, um, mainly through the sponsorship um, side and a little bit of the apparel side, but even I was like working with Columbia FC and I was trying to get a new uniform, like working with them. We haven't fully gotten a, a kit development yet, but I, we made a sample one and I made it for a rec team that I played on actually in the summer. Um, and keep in mind, I, I love the game, but never played a day in my life. And my friend was like, yeah, we're going to do this. They threw me out there. Um, you know, I'm thinking I might play a little right back, you know, left back, just kind of, you know, I, I'm, I'm athletically coordinated that I can, I can stop the ball. I can body position, you know, sure. I might give up a couple corners, but you know, I'm, I'm doing what needs to be done as long as it's outside the box, but yeah, <laughs> enough to like pick it up on a basic level and not make a fool of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> until, until they were like, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be our solo forward. I'm like, what? So I was fine with it. I didn't score though, but I definitely had a lot of chances um, in, in being able just to really see it because you don't really know until you do it. So now I know, you know, the movements that I need because I always would complain um, like my boots. I always would get mad because I, I don't know, maybe I just have high arches or something, but like sometimes my socks were kind of like messing me up, especially if I'm trying to like go for a goal or like try to you know get a one touch or something like that i would always get mad because like my socks would bunch up um and it would mess up the way like my ball trajectory is or being able if i'm on a run like what what feels in like the creases of like my arms or like my torso like making the, the kits longer and stuff like that um or being able to know like sleeve length i, I didn't really think about that at first because i feel like a lot of people are like oh just it's just a t-shirt but it's like no there's so many movements and and you know things that have to go into it from a technical side and being able to get out and do it was great to feel it. Um, it may be only because I was playing striker, but we did win the championship, which was great. So and we still have the trophy. So <laughs> one year in and one year out, that'll, that'll be my greatest uh, my greatest play out. Out uh, in Howard County, like 11 on 11? Yeah, it was at uh, Troy Park through like the Wrecking Parks. It was just, you know, whatever they want to call it. But we we did get, you know, completely obliterated by a lot of clubs. Huh. And um, Were you but, close to scoring at all? Yeah, I had a couple. One of them, a couple times, I'll get out there, right? Because see, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm a speedster, but I'm pretty fast, right? And um, I, I truly am am a victim of the, of the offside trapping that they'll just get me every time. But a couple of times I definitely would get wide open. I remember one time, I'm like, I kid you not, I came through my buddy. He played, he played in high school um, at Oakland Mills, all county, you know, stuff like that. Sends me this beautiful, beautiful through ball. It's just in the air. I don't know what came into me. I, I felt like I, I, I was in, you know, the World Cup stage, 94, like some Brazilian Ronaldo, I caught it. I caught it off the outside foot and just put it in front of me and just ran. And then I somehow just launched this thing from like 10 yards out and it goes skies over 
the goal into the <laughs> into the parking lot. And um, my friend's like, what are you doing? I'm like, yo, I was trying to score. And he's like, bro, you had like 20 yards of open space. You definitely could have took four more touches before you tried to, you know, you got to get back thing. out there, man. You can't leave it like that. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. Got to do some finishing drills. Yeah. Come back. Yeah, I, I can I can get there. I, I need to get one. I need I need to feel the rush of it just touching the back one. of the net. So yeah. we're definitely gonna we definitely have to make a, a round two. I'll go to AM pick the ball up. going the back to the net is always just like it's the best feeling in the world. The way it ripples and it's like the buildup of a goal in soccer. Yeah. And and the thing about it, um, our franchise, quote unquote, hadn't scored yet in like three matches. So I was I was I was indebted to get that first one playing up top. And um, they didn't know how fast I was. They tried to play. They were just playing a three back. And I was like, I'm burning all of them. I was like, I was like, I'm too fast. And once he's, once my boy sent me that through ball, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I don't know how I touched it like that. I don't know if I FIFA four-star skill moved it, but it was there. But my awareness was not. So that's where my, I guess you could say my immaturity came out a little bit <laughs> your, uh, your lack of experience yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> so so for the brand you know i, I want to talk about the running club a bit because that seems like a pretty pretty big part of what d17 is doing so would you mind telling us like what what the running club is and and it, it looks like a lot of your merch not a lot of it but you have a good amount of merch that's dedicated to the running club you do a lot of 5ks um so would you mind just talking about the running club yeah so we started the running club probably in about 2020 um and being able that was you know obviously covid was you know taking a lot of stuff over it wasn't able to be the same in terms of like going to the gym or being able to get uh you know workouts in and stuff like that so i figured it was a way that i could definitely one for myself still stay active um, and to do it in a way that's kind of like a low, you know, barrier to entry. All you kind of need is some shoes and the outside, you know. And um, a lot of my friends, actually all my friends, we were all former athletes, whether it was playing soccer, lacrosse, basketball, you know. We all did something. So, you were lacrosse? Yeah, I played lacrosse. Um, and then being able to kind of get back into, you know, having a regiment, having a schedule, um, the social aspect of it, um, it started out originally just like, okay, I'm going to go for a run. Then my one buddy joined. He was like, well, I was running too. So we kind of did it together. Then my other friend joined in, then another friend joined in, then another friend joined in. And I was like, well, maybe I should start making apparel with it too, with, with D17. Um, you know, we did a full collection of, you know, shirts, shorts, windbreakers, uh, hats, bottles, just kind of the full array um, of a product line. And then once we did it, we were like, you know, we can't just be jogging around the neighborhood. Like, <laughs> we got to compete, man. So yeah. that's when we signed up, uh, dang, actually this year for the Baltimore Run Fest. Um, we had one 5K runner, two 10K. I did the 10K um, in a full marathoner, which was my friend's sister, um, which was the full 26.2 miles. And, uh, you know, just being able to see how well the running community has been accepting, I guess you could say, of our club, um, being able to see, you know, the, the amount of people that you run into, the amount of other athletes that you kind of run into. It's like being able to just connect in a new way. You know, now it's like, oh, you want to go for a run and being able to see out in Maryland, especially in Columbia, um, how big the running community here is as well. Um, and just being able to be a service to it. We've we've done a couple of things right now um, with an organization called Feet First Sports. They're a running specialty store um, in the Wild Lake Village Center. We join their run clubs every Thursday um, and really just getting to know the people, asking what they're missing in their like running product, being able to see you know what they're wearing, what styles are kind of trendy, how can we introduce something else into the space. Um, and that truly also came from my ASIC stuff too, being right there in the footwear side and the apparel side, um, you know, I could tell people, I'm like, yeah, I, I was there when they released that shoe on the shelves right now. I did all the, you know, creative direction for the social. I was there when they took the picture. I was there when they brought the carbon plated stuff in. Um, 
and just being able to show that expertise. So right now I'm training to do the half next October um, in Baltimore, which is at 13 miles, which... um, How many daily miles are you running right now then? Yeah, right now I'm doing at least a 5K a day, at least. Like it's now... Like it becomes so addictive to me. I be dreaming about it sometimes. I'm just like I I went out for a run in the rain about two hours ago. Changed my whole outlook on the day. Yeah, I was tired, exhausted, and then I I just do like a little two mile loop. That's all you you need. A couple times a week. That's all you need. I want to go a little further. I've decided for for next year, but yeah, come on out anytime. I've been waiting today to go run out like a kid in the rain. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, otherwise you're you're. It's disgusting here in Maryland for the record today. It's like 35 and rainy. But once I was outside and you know I got a little warmth from the run, and then the cold rains hitting hit my face, and the dogs running around the woods, breathing in that good air. Like yeah, running addicting there's something to it yeah and it's nice now to have you know my friends with me doing it um being able they they always say in the quote-unquote running community if you want to run run better run together um so we that's really kind of the premise of the club um it's just being able a bringing that social aspect i mean obviously because we were a lot former athletes and two being able to really just tackle running well i mean it helps your cardiovascular like i said it's easy to get into you know you can do it together with anybody because i will say this the running is extremely humbling like it'll get you but yeah i I think a lot of people are in their brains they're just wired from uh the pacer tests that you took in like gym um because nobody wants to do that and it was just like the humbling experience hearing the boop and then running back and forth, um, or even just like, you know, people being athletes and having to run a mile at practice, you're just like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. So now it's weird to say like, yeah, remember we used to run until our freaking ankles would hurt at practice. Now we're doing it for fun. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, soccer players, they, they run, I think they run like 11 kilometers. Yeah. Like a, Yeah. Higher than a 10K on an average game, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's what I tell my buddy. He played soccer for a long time. And I was like, dude, it's not, you've done this before. A 5K is nothing. That's literally not even a half of running. But he's like, oh, I don't want to. But now, oh, um, that guy's got to get out. 5K is not too bad. My wife, my wife runs 5Ks more than I do. Mm-hmm. I haven't run one in a while. I really should do a race and then train for yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good she time. She could beat me, but it's. It's a good time. Yeah, nah. My my friend now, he's he's like the local legend of of running um on on the app that we use called Strava. Um he's like the local legend now, but yeah, the race, I feel like also doing the races, I I, I kind of have a little bit of like a high from it because I never got to play um formally at the collegiate level or like even like a pro. So, I feel like, you know, I'm this athlete because it's so many people especially like the baltimore one so many people come out with like signs and support um for the runners and everything because the city's like shut down and they're like yeah you know yelling like yeah 1531 you got it man and i'm over here dying i'm looking at my apple watch it says i'm in zone five my heart rate it's just like you know you you just feel like you're accomplishing something and they're here cheering for you. They probably don't know who you are or give a crap about you. But in your mind, you feel like you're this, you know, athlete that's participating in this long-winded, you know, egregious race um, throughout the city. And uh, I don't know, it just makes me feel good. And, and I, I just like keep doing them. Now it's almost, it's, it's to the problem. Now I did a turkey trot with my family on Thanksgiving. It's I saw that race out in uh, – I think that's actually how I found D17. Yeah. I looked at who sponsored that uh, that race and I reached out. Although I think it was maybe through Carlos at Columbia FC too. Yeah, probably Carlos. Probably I remember Carlos. I remember he texted me um, about the World Cup pop-up party and he was like, D17, my man, you got to come on this. And I'm like, dude, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Carlos. He's a great dude. And we're even, gonna, I'm gonna do some more watch parties too, and and you'll you'll be involved free if uh, if you want for per- yeah. perpetuity. Yeah, I, I mean, it. Even the event was just amazing. Even my friends, like like we talked about before, um, you know, they're the true the true football fanatics. 
Um, and I'm kind of like slowly coming up in the in the ranks, especially as we get towards 2026, um, which I'm hoping to be somewhere international, um, especially with the brand, if it's anything small. But yeah, Carlos has really been beneficial, especially with the brand and really introducing us into the space. Um, and a lot of stuff, I will say, especially with D17, since our three words of our mantras, athletics, design, and community, um, the way that the sponsorship even came together was him and I went to the same high school. Um, he's a little older than I am, but I knew his little brother and um, another one of his players. Actually, I went to uh, school with him. He was a grade older than I was. So once I saw him posting it, and I saw a whole bunch of other people, I guess they would go to the games and stuff like that because they play uh, relatively locally sometimes. I got to check like, out a game. I keep telling them I will. Yeah, I will. them them boys can play. I, yeah. When they won, um, I think it was either the Rowland Cup um, about two or maybe a year ago, um, I went to the game and, um, you know, just all aspects. Like they've got guys that can dribble. They've got guys that can make plays. they got guys that – you know, they're running these set plays that are just beautiful. The goalie is literally like a freaking wall. Semi-pro over- football is no joke in the country. Like That's where the D1 ballers are in their early 20s. Like, it, yeah. See? Yeah. Being, being in, 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 in that space, whether it is like Maryland Majors, UPSL, EPSL, um, I didn't know that coming in. I was like, where are these guys coming from? They're like, oh, well, he plays at Maryland. He went overseas and then came back. This guy went here. And then being able to like understand those um, you know, different breakdowns between whether it is the divisions or like where the players are coming from or like, oh, yeah, this guy was in a youth academy. This guy was over here. And I'm like, well, no freaking wonder. And usually when I, when I see guys play. Also, active college players play on those teams in the offseason. Like I saw you know, Christos. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're yeah, like, yeah. They had a you know on their Instagram, one of their former players got drafted in the MLS Super Draft last night. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and I remember their introduction um, to, to Christos too because I, I didn't even know like their whole history that they played in like the Lamar Hunt Open and they like played DC United and got got one on them which like set them into extreme I went stardom. to that game out of the – Really? Think, is that a Germantown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goal, and then yeah, D, I think DC United came back second half and maybe put three or four on them. But Yeah, but still. the fact that you got the one – yeah, first and then, too. Yeah, and I remember um, Columbia played them, and I had a buddy. Um, he used to work like soccer tournaments, like on the weekends and stuff, like volunteering and all that. But um, I remember he was like, "Who are y'all playing?" I'm like, "I don't know, Christos FC." Yeah. And then, and then when they pulled up and they had like the big old, I think they're sponsored by Modelo on the front. I was like, "Wait a minute!" I'm like, "Bro, this this is David. This is a corporate sponsor here." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." So I didn't know. I didn't know the full history of it. Um, but like we said before, the guys that are on the team are really great. I mean, they support the brand too. Whether it's just like getting stuff on, um, you know, regular drops, or even um, a couple of the guys they run too. They they send me stuff like, "Oh, I did a 5K race with." my family and like I wore the shirt to like represent. So it's nice being able to see that tie back into yeah, it. Yeah. That's cool. um, yeah. And we even sponsor a team down in DC. Um, they're called district rain. Um, and I was speaking with their coach, Matt, and he was like, yeah, you know, we could definitely schedule going on a run, you know, with some of the players around rock Creek park and stuff like that. So kind of in some of the off season stuff. So you know, eventually at some point they got to get the run in. So it's nice that either I can help lead them, um, even though I'm not like a running expert, but I'm definitely somebody that they look to and they're like, yeah, well, you know, if he's doing it, I can do it. Um, you know, and just helping them with their development, whether it is just, you know, cardio or even just going out with their boys, like, yo, just throw a hoodie on with the boys and just go run, take, I tell them take like five bucks with them to like stop at a gas station to get something to drink and then just walk home, you know. So it, it that that's definitely a fun part as well. It's something different. So so Columbia FC was your first foray into soccer sponsorship, and Carlos yeah. kind of talked you into that. But yeah. I, do you sponsor four clubs? I saw on the website. 
Yeah, we sponsor four clubs right now. So Columbia FC, I, they're like our, I guess you could say biggest one, um, just because it was the first one um, super close to the community since that's where I'm from. And they're Maryland um, Super League Soccer? Yeah, so they used to be that, and then they changed it to just Maryland United gotcha, um, okay. as well. I think they're still called Skyline FC. They're out in Frederick, Maryland. And then District Rain, which is down in like the Tacoma Park, Washington, D.C. area. District Rain, it's a little bit younger of a squad. Um, a lot of them are either still in high school um, or kind of they're kind of like a U21, U18 team, um, but still making a lot of a lot of waves as well. And then going into 2023, definitely hoping to open it up to more clubs, um, just really trying to see how we can develop and nurture those relationships um, as well as being able to, you know, just make sure what makes sense for us. We don't want to overstep anything um, and really make things long term. Like I think now, Columbia, we've been with them, if you want to call it three years, but I guess you could say about nine seasons, fall, winter, and spring. Um, in, in District Rain, about a year and a half. Um, we even sponsored their in house tournament. Um, I forgot the name of the community center it was held at, but it was in Tacoma Park. We helped we helped sponsor the tournament, like you know, being able to bring the teams in, get a did a special edition kit just for them, um, as well as I did a little bit of interviews with the players and just getting to talk with them. I sat and had lunch with them, and you know, just just really being in there versus trying to be like, okay, here you go, see ya. You know, I sat there out in the heat for three matches. Um, you know, just being a supporter and a fan as well. I mean, that's what I think is so unique about what you're doing with the brand in the soccer community because you see some smaller brands. I don't see like hyper regional partnerships with apparel companies. Yeah. I mean, if right now we're slowly getting into the position where I'd love to be able to do full kit development all the way down to, I mean, even training apparel uh you know i'm trying to test scarves out right now which are just great for the winter and and, you know beanies and stuff like that just soccer too you gotta have that scarf yeah just to really help a lot of the fan bases um you know sometimes they just want something that they can take to a match or just something that they can wear around on their own just to show support for the team as well being able to help a team generate um a little bit of revenue as well um but we haven't gotten to that point yet i'm still been looking far and wide, searching for, you know, the right partner to get that done. Right now, we've just been doing a lot of just training apparel, whether I know Columbia FC was the first one. Um, we sponsored their training bibs, which was great, um, you know, all sorted sizes and colors and being able to have them something that make them feel better when they go out um, to practice. Sure, versus- yeah, a little branded gear never hurts the, uh, <laughs> never hurts the, spirit yeah i still have the video too i remember i took my buddy and i brought the boxes and i texted carlos and i was like yeah i, I got the bibs and i remember he uh told the team to go like take a water break and he laid them all out and then the team they were like oh yeah let's go and i was just like standing up uh in the in the stands i felt like batman just like <laughs> i was yeah. like i was like <laughs> carlos is a friendly man he's uh i really really enjoyed talking to him and getting to know him over the course of the pop-up yeah he's he's a good dude knows his stuff uh really cares a lot as well with the community um always wants to make sure that columbia not only is you know in the forefront but really showing like hey this is this is almost like the step that you can take as well for those high school guys like just because the year is over doesn't mean that your career has to stop there. And, um, you know, being able to play that bridge in between if they want to go play the college game or if they want to do the semi-pro, um, giving them that opportunity, especially the guys out here. Um, and it helps that we came from the same school. Um, so it's nice to help like alumnus and stuff like that. Um, and, in uh, you know, a little philanthropy side. And stuff yeah. Like yeah. That. I, I, I will say I, I'm appreciative of your efforts because as a, lover of local soccer i i like anything that that helps that out so thanks for for doing that and i do hope long term it is uh, also lucrative for you as the game comes to our shores globally 2026 and plenty of opportunity to to do things for that world cup i'm hoping i might have to do like a uh like a cool bootleg release you know especially because being not only in the sports and kind of the streetwear side you know 
you, you obviously you see trends and things happening. Um, you know, I've seen teams that there are brands that are, you know, they're rolling out their, their world cup stuff that they did for this year. And then it's like, well, I hope, you know, uh, especially the U S brands and like, y'all know the real time is in 2026. Like don't, don't, don't release everything yet. Especially, um, you know, if you're going to do a flip on a logo, like I know we all love, um, the 94 logo, but we can't do that because one, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We all love it. I, I, I wish my camera worked cause I have my hat on too, um, from 94, but it's like, you know, don't roll it out just yet. It's coming here. So, <laughs> so I'm definitely gearing up to get a, to get a little something out. Cause I've missed two now. I've now missed two, which sucks. I missed the 2018 one and I missed this one. So, yeah, but, I, you know, it is, a, a part-time job for you, right? You, you got a full-time job. And I do want to talk about the warehouse that you, you talked about to, to legitimize the company a bit. And, and what do you expect to get out of the warehouse? And what are you looking to do with the brand in the next couple of years? Yeah, definitely just hoping to uh, really get into a formal space. Um, I love to be able to, I guess you could say fast track a lot of stuff. Um, I want to be able to get us into a spot that if people want to come potentially shop as well, you know, we can do, even if it is just limited hours, if they want to come by the space, um, since I already was, you know, giving back to a lot of creatives um, in the music space for a lot of times in the DMV photographers, um, I've, you know, I've linked with people that they shoot for the high schools, both in Maryland and Virginia, a lot of these travel teams in an array of sports that, I could have them come down to, you know, create content, X, Y, and Z. Not saying like it'd be an event space or something like that, but really honing in on what I need to do to take this thing to the next level. Because I feel like in my mind, I'm right there. I, I mean, I've, and I don't want to sound like, you know, braggadocious or anything, but I think my gear is is up to par with some of the other, you know, bigger brands. But I also think that if a collaboration came down the line with a Nike or an Adidas or an Asics or a Saucony, you know, I, I think we have the community that can really help them in a way, uh, both grassroots and I guess from like a national level, um, and also being able to see how we're getting stuff out, you know, fulfillment, stuff like that, despite my, my current Christmas hold, which is a good, a good, a good, uh, problem to have but even the community is just super receptive of it they're just like well this is what we'd like to get out of it i'm letting them know about what's going on um you're not, not saying it's a situation it's just a lot of orders and i can only take so many to ups at one time that's a, but yeah, yeah. I, your, your stuff does look so so fresh like i love the little d17 you know it's not over the top it's like it looks just like pretty on all the running gear and i was just scoping out this beanie on the website that looks yeah. like Every, so yeah, it's so clean and nice. Everything does what it what it's supposed to do. Even when we did the Baltimore Run Fest, like all we all wore D seventeen apparel, and I'm like, look, I can it, it'll hold up and perform with the best of them. Even our socks, like um, we just did a collaboration with another DMV brand called Rendered, and um, I was like, hey, I, I've got some of the best socks out here. I'm like, you can dirty these things up. I went hiking with them. I got dirt everything on them throw them in the wash and they'll they'll hold up um you know being able to show both the casual and the technical side of it um you know it still works for day to day but still works for people that are looking to perform and not saying that i'm trying to overthrow nike or overthrow adidas um you know i'd love to live in the same space as them and there are companies like mine that are able to do those collaborations and still um you know help the bigger companies too so i'm hoping eventually the goal, probably end of 2023, I'm hoping to get a shoe at some point with somebody. You know, we can we can do a little, you know, you know, 2026 World Cup pop up. I'll bring the shoes out, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> you know, awesome. yeah. you know, trying to be able to 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 tie it all back together into into something a lot bigger. Then I say is is bigger than myself because now the brand, you know, we're still young. It's almost superseded me at this point. 
um, whether I go somewhere and someone has a logo or someone's out in public and they see somebody wearing the gear, they're like, ain't that your hoodie or ain't that your windbreaker? Oh, that's or, sweet. So you get some like like pictures of your gear out in the wild? Yeah. Or oh, sometimes, nice. I remember one time um, I went to the mall and this kid had one of the hoodies on. I'm assuming it was like a sibling or something like that. I guess they took it from and they were wearing it. And um, I was looking at shoes and I saw the kid and I was like, hey, dope hoodie. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's my brother's, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, my, one, once again, I felt like Batman, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite superhero. So I'm just like, you know, with my raspy voice, I'm like, hey, kid, nice yeah, hoodie. <laughs> More of a skinny Spider-Man guy. Yeah, Although no, Batmans are my favorite movies for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, they they know they don't have a freaking clue that it's me, but you know, the fact that they're wearing it and they, you know, feel proud in it or they're working out in it or something, um, just lets me know that one, the job's not finished, but two, that I think I'm headed in a really good direction. I mean, you say you're pretty pretty new company, but you've been working on this probably what, you know, maybe not under the D seventeen umbrella, but on the concept for nine, 10 years at this point, right? Yeah, I would say, geez, unofficially, I would say it started in 2016. Didn't officially touch the market until 2017, but didn't really, um, you know, all the fun businessy things that you have to do, really not until 2021. One maybe twenty twenty. Huh. Oh, some of the okay. dates yeah. are kind of that's new. Yeah, some of the some of the dates are, are, are a little bit funky in my sure. head. But. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, you you were working at A six and had it kind of going. I, I yeah, you talking about and yeah, and I used to work um in nonprofit for a long time too. So being able to you know I'm going back and forth. I remember going to work and going to lunch, stopping at UPS, going back home, doing this, doing that, running back and forth, and then um you know being able to allow allow more people to to feel something with the product because even sometimes people ask me oh yeah McClellan well, ran I'm just like nah no oh, or, or it now yeah it's stuck it's stuck with me and I'm I'm glad it's here um I'm glad it came you know at the right time because I feel like if I had it when I was younger oh I'd have messed it up so bad you know being able to get stuff out I mean the amount of time and commitment that it takes to really you, you know, ha- yeah, see a successful go release. And do it, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm at the point now where I know the logistics. It's still growing. I know where it can go. I've honed in on the sports that I think we'd really like to stick with. Where when it is soccer, running, and um, pickleball, and pickleball. Pickleball's the only thing to talk about in, in, uh, in detail, but yeah, I, I, like I mean, pickle, yeah, pickleball too. Um, I really want to get into basketball. Um, I'm trying to work with a couple of organizations. I forgot the name of it, but, um, helping get baseball more in like inner cities. Um, I, I don't think we'll end up going into like football, like, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, if it is from the training side with the NIL stuff, I'm more than happy to help outfit, you know, a college kid that plays at UMD or. Yeah. The NIL thing that you talked about earlier was interesting. It's like, is it basically just in a, you know, you give them, you throw them a bunch of apparel and then they rep it on. Yeah. So it's all just like name, image, and likeness. Um, Just being able to, it really is just like taking the college student and paying them for a promotion. Um, But also it works in a way that I think from our perspective, which makes it a little bit different that we have worked to target athletes that are really into giving back to their communities, which have really been helping um, within whether it is their youth teams that they played on, your youth organizations that they played on, um, and making that tie back. Because I feel like a lot of the times, and I, I don't want to ramble too much on it, but being able to, I feel like a lot of times with some athletes, there's a missing gap between whether I'm starting playing at sack soccer and how I can get to the World Cup stage. Like sometimes the kids, they don't understand the process that it takes to get to the college level to get to the varsity level, to get to the professional level. And I'd love to be able to like get those kids, whether it is, you know, someone that's playing soccer at University of Maryland and then being able to take them to, you know, a high school, like, hey, obviously they're wearing my logo with it, but um, it's like, hey, let's have you come out to our running event in the spring 
um, you know, it could be a track kid, basketball, whatever. You come out to our event in the spring, people can see, you know, the notoriety of like this D1 athlete, you know, talking about running or their own training and stuff like that um, and creating that full circle moment and being able to do that, especially with athletes that are right now in Maryland. But um, if they have an inclination for like philanthropy and community, I think they would fit well. Um, and they get cool gear out of it and they get payment out of it. So it's not just like I'm just sending out free stuff and, you know, you have to post on Instagram. It's still helping them because, A, you know, I was a college guy too, you know, being broke half the freaking time, um, which was great, which is why when I did the Towson release for Homecoming, I did it all for free. I did 200 shirts for free for the kids. Like we're not a power five. Towson was a power five school. It's just, it's a mid mid-major and I was like well we don't get the cool apparel like Kentucky or Duke or Maryland and stuff like that so I was like oh, I'll just make it myself that's and I, cool yeah. yeah and I pulled up to the homecoming football game with you know three boxes of shirts and I didn't say nothing away. yeah I just told the kids I said just show me your one card which is like the ID that we had and it's yours so and you know being able to make those connections like oh you want me to pay for it I'm like no I'm like I mean, I would love for you to pay for it maybe later on, but like, I don't want you to have to choose from this cool shirt or not eating for three days. So I was like, yeah, I'm here with y'all and, you know, being able to give back to my alma mater with, with a cool product that they can live on with. And I'm hoping, you know, the end goal is in 20 years when I'm, you know, cool and this big apparel guy, I look on eBay and my kid's like, Yo, look at this shirt and this, this your school, cow. dad. And I'm like, wait a minute. I did that, you know, <laughs> you know, back in the day. So and I told them I'll be back next year. So I mean, we'll from be the back. outside perspective, I, I love the way you're operating. I, I hope hope it continues growing and growing like crazy. And I, I do I think the soccer community is is ripe for college players that have an NIL deal with you to go back in their communities because there's so many communities that play soccer that are completely disconnected from the system, like you said. So it's, it's an yeah, important, just, important just to part bring, of growing the game in America. For sure. Just being able to bring awareness, awareness and just exposure. Like, you know, especially the stuff like the Annapolis Blues um, with like Kyle Beckerman, like being able to see that at that level, seeing his name next to it, like, oh, former, you know, MLS, blah, 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 XYZ. It's like, whoa, that's cool. He was able to use his platform to make something that's local to us and we can support it um, and celebrate it. So being able to see that so far too, I think they saw 1800 season tickets and yeah. And they got the Puma kits. NPSL. Yeah. The Puma kits. I'm like, what, you know, being able to see that, you know, if I was a kid, you know, whether I'm in middle school or high school, it's like, now I can see, you know, from the Maryland majors level, I can see from, you know, the Annapolis blues level. I can see at the DC United level, 2026, I can see at the World Cup level, they have an idea of what that looks like. Um, Because I've seen it in other sports, like especially basketball. You know, the kids, they know know the high school guy when you're in middle school. Or in in high school, they know that one college guy, whether he played D1 through JUCO. They know him. And then eventually, they know a guy who played overseas or he might be on a preseason deal. Um, like in the NBA, yeah, for a summer league team. So they can see that. Um, and when I've spoken to a lot of soccer players before, they're like, well, I'd love to see more involvement um, from you know a, a lot of the levels. So I'm not saying that I'm playing like this connector, but I'm just making the connection. So even if it doesn't happen to go through me and someone else does it, like, cool, at least I know um, something's happening and then being able to know, um, just, just to create opportunity and, and support those communities. That's really about it. Love it. Love it. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope it continues growing and, and going crazy and I hope our, our paths cross again in the future. I'm, I'm hopeful to stick in the soccer industry somehow. I'm not exactly sure how to anymore, but I'll, I'll be, I'll be around. I'm ready for the pop-ups. <laughs> I've been, I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've got. Uh, I think it's going to happen at a brewery down in Maryland, down in uh, not Maryland, down in Rockville area. So it's a like a little out of your neck of the woods, but would love to have you. I think we're going to do North London Derby, January fifteen. My beloved Tottenham Hotspur versus oh, yeah. those awful, awful Arsenal assholes. 
Oh, the cannons. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Abe, Abe from uh, AN Pickups, big Arsenal guy. Oh, man. I feel like he would be like, especially if, if Tottenham goes up, they'll be like, oh, They're top of the league right now, too. Uh, Just devastating. Yeah, I feel like Abe would be like, see me outside. We're, yeah, taking, yeah. we're taking PKs when you both are just <laughs> hitting them both and just completely miss the entire match. And it's like, I hope you guys know it. <laughs> this is how the final was. But, you know, got to keep the rivalry alive. I'm still I'm still on a hunt for a team right now, you know, because you know, it's, it's difficult. A number of – it's called the Premier League sorting hat on the podcast. So we, we usually uh, – you know, we'll, we'll sort you into a into a team if you if you so desire. I need to. I need to. Football team. I need to. I need to. My football team is the yeah. Carolina Panthers. Okay, Panthers. So, what other profe- to, professional sports teams do you like? Yeah, so I'm a Carolina Panthers football guy. Uh, I'm a Miami Heat basketball okay, guy. Okay. Um, Got city everything. vibes for you in there right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, baseball, the O's. Hockey, oh, yeah. the Capitals. That's quite a know. mix. Yeah. It, well, I I don't know too much about baseball and hockey, so I just stick with the home team because I don't want to, you know, go to a, a O's game and I'm wearing like an Astros jersey because I'm just like, yeah, they just won, right? And then I get bombarded by everybody on yeah. Light Street, so <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. The and popular I too- choice for everybody right now is Leeds just because of, there's an American coach and then Tyler yeah. Adams. And Tyler Adams, and Sir Adams. Adams. There. Like that's an easy, it's an easy choice. And it's yeah, not like a he, front runner. I'm I'm getting there because I will say the first game that I ever truly sat down. I, I, I like to get into sports when I truly can sit down and understand what's going on. The mm-hmm. first game I ever saw was when Germany beat Brazil and it was like 7 1. I remember that, that was, game. David that Luiz, was, like terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was Neymar the first game. Hurt his back that game? Is that right? I don't know. I feel like I feel like he something happened because I remember my friends like, yeah, this guy Neymar, he's the bomb. But I really liked Hulk at the time, so I was like, you know, trying to get into on the on the Brazil wave. But then they lost, and I was like, dang, all right. Um, and then eventually, you know, I saw the World Cup in in 2018, and I was following France. Um, cause I really just liked the squad and I liked Pogba at the time. So I was like, like okay, so I'm just going to, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to stick with them. And then I was like, who is this guy with this baby face? They keep doing the, you know, yeah, the celebration. The time, I yeah. was like, what? They're like, yeah, that's, that's Mbappe. I'm like, yo, he is a God. I'm sticking with him. And then he yeah. went to PSG okay. and then All Neymar right. went to PSG. And I'm like, yo, I should be a PSG fan. You should. I mean, why not? They've got the well, brand too. They got Jordan. Spot, well, then so they great. ended up being like the, uh, you know, like the go-to, like everybody choice. I didn't want to be just like the everybody. So I'm like, and okay. League, the, the league, league all is harder to find on TV. It's yeah. It's to watch the games. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to jump on that bandwagon. And then um, I'm a big, I'm a big Jordan P. Falk guy. Of course. So I was That's riding cool. with him and yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know what? Union Berlin, I'm sticking with yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh Right now, right now we're just in the air. But right now, like Tyler Adams, he's like a legend. Love him. So I there's might, always I room might. on the Tottenham bandwagon. I'm, I'm just going to going ahead and saying it. We're going. I might have it. to. Actually, the watch party will be in conjunction with the Moco Spurs, which we're trying to start up a supporters group here in Montgomery County. So you're oh, welcome. nice. Yeah, I'll have to. My one friend, um, John, he's a big Tottenham guy, and my other friend Jacob, he's a big Arsenal guy. So. I, I would bring them just to watch them yell at each other because they're just like, blah, 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 this, that. It's like, why you lost Champions League last year? You bump. They're just like watching them <laughs> yell at each other. It's just a, it's just a beautiful experience. And then every okay, time they – there's nothing like it. Favorite, oh, favorite yeah. matches of the year. It always happens. And every time they're around, you know, the Arsenal fans, they just keep screaming Benzema at him. Uh, and uh, it just <laughs> – Arsenal's let a lot of talent go in their day. Yeah, yeah. They – 
I I almost was one of them too. And then I was a Liverpool guy for a minute because I was like, yeah, I like LeBron, and I was like, I should be a yeah. Liverpool guy. Well, he was in the city right now in the Carabao Cup three. Oh Lord, yeah. So we'll we'll see. I might be I might end up being a Tottenham guy. I might be a Leeds Do guy. It. You know, yeah. we'll see. You know, we'll see. We're we're figure we're figuring it out uh, match by match. Sounds good. (laughs) We usually end, which we're about that time, with a a rant. I didn't do one for Fred from the Annapolis Blues last time. I don't know why. I just didn't. But anything, it could be soccer-related or tangentially soccer-related that you just want to get on a soapbox and talk about for a second? Yeah. um, I I think think, uh, American television needs to broadcast more games because I will say as someone who is, like, trying to get into it, um, it's definitely difficult to actually sit down and watch something mm, um, because, like, obviously MLS. I'm a DC United guy, but like, I'm not gonna lie. Like the the only person I knew for the longest time was Freddie Adu. I asked my boy. I said, "Yo, is Freddie still playing?" He's like, "No." I was, <laughs> you know, I, I felt so terrible i felt so bad i'm like am i that dumb or am i just not paying attention enough because i want to see more you know i want to see more like champions league other than just like uh, you know what they broadcast but i don't know why they don't put more stuff on but now i guess they are now because of how the world yeah, I mean, turned the, out but the prem has nbc games but if you want to catch the majority of games you got to get peacock yeah, and you got to wake up early. if you're like watching the cup games, then you got to get ESPN Plus. And then they also have like German and then second division in England. Like this, You have to dig for it, though. You're absolutely right. See, I don't want to do that. I just want to turn on like how I can watch like NBA TNT. I just want to sit there and watch just like, you know, a cool MLS game. I mean, I saw the final last year, but in they terms of everything all else. Of MLS to Apple, too, for this oh, year. So it's going to be yeah. harder to find. It was, it was definitely a big deal, too. So just seeing just seeing the money is there. Just you know, just spread it out a little bit. Even even put it, I don't know where they put it, but like, you know, I want to be able to watch more and, and be able to experience it, especially um, even if it is MLS, if it is, you know, anything. I enjoy really. I don't watch MLS much, but I really enjoy CONCACAF Champions League. That mm, one's yeah. hot sports. Yeah. And not at night. But it's pretty cool, like you know, the top Costa Rican teams in there, the top Honduras teams in there, a couple teams from Mexico, and then like, you know, we almost had an USL team last year. If they were in the finals, Sacramento, if they would have won, a USL team would have been in Concacaf Champions League. Like, I think that's a cool competition, and it's on TV. Yeah, I need I need to see more. I need to sit here and experience it. Even when uh, I, I feel like it was last year or twenty twenty, I remember I don't know what channel it was on. Because honestly, every time I watch games, I only watch it on Telemundo because I have to get the feeling of just hearing the goal after it. Um, but I don't remember what channel it was on. I was watching some Costa Rican team versus like, I don't know if they're from like Belize or something. And I was like, what am I watching? And why are these guys so good? I swear, I, I, it definitely was during COVID because no one was in the, uh, no one was in the stadium. Yeah. So I was like, what is this? And I, I was obsessed for like a month every time. And it came on at like 11 o'clock at night yeah. every Wednesday. It might have been CONCACAF Champions League. It might have because I was watching. I have to find I have to find the uh, the clubs that were playing. And I was just like, what is this? It was like a terrible <laughs> like camera angle. And, but like these guys were going nuts. And I was like, why am I not watching more of this? Because – you know, any level I think is just dope to watch. I, I mean, was not I, into soccer at all like six years ago. And now I'm like on TV watching second division English teams. Like it's dude, like, any, like, who am I? Anybody. I mean, even Carlos can say it. I remember going to Columbia FC games. It'd be 30 degrees outside at it, like nine in the morning. winter too. I saw that. Yeah. I remember I me and my buddy. Spring, Carlos, I'm sorry. Yeah, me and my buddy, we went to a game. Luckily, it was at a venue close to where we live. I'm sitting out there. My knees are hitting each other. I'm watching, and you know, in 30-degree weather. I'm like the only guy out there. But I was like, I have to watch this. So, you know, being able to seize it, see it 
all season, even like indoor too. I had, I had some friends that played indoor as indoor, well. Indoor looks kind of lit. Like Baltimore Blast, I saw a video where maybe it was just one game that had a big crowd, but like it looked kind of fun. Yeah, they actually um, signed a deal to play at Towson at CQ Arena, but I missed the games. I was like, why didn't I just walk in there and see a game? So, you know, I love nope. to see just just the entire entire field of everything football related, indoor, you know, EPSL, UPSL, MLS, whatever you've got. I need to see more of it. Agreed. Yep, that's the so, that's that's the goal. Hopefully, twenty twenty six, it all explodes. Hopefully, yeah. Good. But thank you so much for your time. Uh, I appreciate it, and I really appreciated the sponsorship for World Cup Pop Up. It it uh, helped the dream come alive. Like I don't if if you hadn't shown up at the project, I don't I don't honestly know if I would have gone through with it. And it was cool, like make, making connections and hopefully grow on the game. So I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for all, for all of them. As long as my friends, they enjoy, you know, the beer specials, the beer specials were good. Yeah. We had a good time. Black Friday. That day was, Oh man, that, that was the highlight of my day too. I wish I, I, I truly wish they got one. Um, yeah. US, just to, I just want to hear. Yeah. I, I just wanted to see the beer falling and the chairs (laughs) flipping and everything, but Yeah. yeah, it's all good. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> Take it easy. D-17's got vibes. D-17's got vibes. D-17's got vibes. D-17's got vibes. D-17's got vibes.